0: Pathway Studios in Johnston proper, you are live from the past.
1: Life in the past. I just got some bad news. That's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you that I just got some bad news, and I I gotta I gotta fix this directly. I'm sorry.
2: Okay, so, I didn't mean to, to to break a tea like that. So yeah.
1: So so here's the problem. Is is I uh, uh I was asking Boova. We had done something on the show a few uh, no, a, a few shows back, and, and uh, I was wondering if the if a particular person had heard it. And, they, and Buvo said, uh, no, they hadn't, they hadn't caught the show, because when they go to our website, our website is, is uh, advertisements for
0: Viagra pills.
2: For, like, super cheap Viagra pills.
0: First of all... So, how does that make someone not watch it?
1: Like, she couldn't find it. Like, like the, whole, the whole site is taken over. Oh! Not just, like... Not are just we getting like commission off
0: these pills? I don't know. I hope not. That sounds like some hard cash.
1: Hold on, let me look, let me look it up over here. <laughs> Pardon me while I check this out. Excuse me while I check this out. Yeah, no, look, this is working. Ping, ping, ping. Look at, look at Boova. Just did it again. We're up and running. What are you putting
2: in? org.
1: What the heck? Why is it working on the deal? Anyway, that's that's awful. Dan's did you plug right. In it, the full URL, or did you like Google Google? No, the no, I just put org straight in there. Hit in it. The URL, okay. I wonder if it's going uh, something about the web browser. Anyway, yeah, I mean. I'm disappointed to find out we're hawking hawking Viagra on the site, and and to Dan's point, not b- pulling in any cash money. We might as well be pulling in cash money. I mean, Dan, are you trying it?
0: I, I'm I'm I am right now. Life in the path out. I'm gonna see what happens. Guess that's a Google thing on the phone, isn't it?
2: Yeah. So if you go to like your OK Google, if you have a Google phone, that's where the problem is. I just did it on straight in the URL, and it it came up with our website. Yeah, mine too. So if you go through Google. On like an Android phone? Yeah. You've got your Google taskbar? Yeah. Your, uh, your helper? Yeah. If you do that and then go livefromthepath.org, it pulls up a website of AgriPills. How did
1: we get affiliated with this business? I have no idea. All right. All right. Well, they like, they liken our show to yeah, so a, a,
0: a member that cannot become erect. <laughs> what? I, that does not speak highly of our program. No, it sure <laughs> doesn't. I think we raise a lot of good topics. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we t- it seems super We tackle cheap, the hard stuff. All right, we got to go. So. We got to get out of here.
0: Dead, <laughs> dead, dead started. Of- <laughs> you, you missed my whole hard cash thing.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Yikes. All right. And they come in jelly packs at 15. I'm, I'm going to see what I can do. All right, so anyway, thanks for listening to the program. I'm very <laughs> thanks sorry. Thanks for making it through, guys. Yeah, just just type it directly into the browser. That, that This seems like the best move. Or, or just uh, go to YouTube or sign up for the podcast. Right. You don't even have to use the side you don't want to. I barely maintain the thing. All right, just got going on the show. There's a number of articles that I kind of want to talk about. Uh, Here's here's a couple on the docket. Pastor seeks 100 million dollars to build global media platform to navigate end times. This looks like a dude that would do it too. Hold on, let me put him up on the screen. Look at that guy. Oh man, look at him. I need 100 million. He says
0: he's going to navigate the end times
1: hundred million. He's yeah, he's gonna to put it together uh uh well here, hold on, let's just listen to him. He yes, says yeah. a non denominational pastor is asking God for a Oh, he's he just petitioning the Lord directly. Well oh, good. I like this up. This is the right way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just asked the Lord. Uh for hundred million to build a media platform to help guide the public through the end times until the second coming of Jesus. To so build a media platform.
0: So like there's destruction, apocalypse, so like you can't use the airwaves, they might be gone. He's not gonna create an entire new
1: Well then the internet would be gone.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It has to be a new, a whole new platform, then.
1: Yeah, let me see. Let's see what yeah, he says here. It's carrier pigeons. In an August first <laughs> episode of his broadcast called "True News," Rick Wiles, who pastors Flowing Streams Church in Vero Beach, Florida, oh boy, said that God had given these names are getting out of control. Said that God had given him a vision of this global media platform. The vision he's put in my heart. I need 100 million dollars. It is a global vision to build a platform for the body of Christ to get us through to the end when Christ comes back.
0: So, so, the Holy Spirit's not good enough.
1: Yeah, Scripture not going to work. Holy Spirit's not going right. to work. Big old Rick's uh, media empire's going to going to cast us
0: through. Is
2: there <laughs> any details on how, like, what the media platform is, or is it just the no. Lord has given me the idea of a media platform? Let's it's a Microwave oven. Uh, okay, let's, let's <laughs> see. It's shortwave
0: without the without the door, yeah, so what it what
1: just the, shoots. Yeah, what is a media platform? All right, let's see what it says. Super Earlier this awesome. year, Wiles was booted from YouTube for violating the video streaming platform's community guidelines. <laughs> Mis- I don't think we need to read the rest of this. <laughs> in response, uh, apparently, is a series of Viagra ads on his, on his videos. He blasted tech tyrants and said the move foreshadowed the coming public execution of Christians and conservatives in the streets of the United States. Yeah, that's that's a likely connection. That's the step? You got booted off of YouTube. and Next is public, public execution. Wow. I mean, yeah, because
2: that was totally an act. Pariah complex on.
1: ever, Mr. Wilde. They
2: got kicked off the YouTube, and it's, oh, <laughs> persecution of the church.
1: I mean, here's the deal. I, it's not beyond me to believe that some such thing could happen as Re- a form of persecution on YouTube. However, uh, to, to think you're the, there's a lack of humility to say, it's me.
0: Right, I'm the indicator of the, of the public execution. Oh if well, but God told thing. him. So actually, it's from oh, God. Man,
2: you've got to
1: be careful. Uh,
2: like, specifically, very careful with that.
1: Oh, wait, but it's, uh, his uh, YouTube channel has been restored. Okay, here we go. Uh, YouTube
2: probably went, don't build another media platform. Let's Just see what he says.
1: YouTube. Uh, the broadcaster who is sometimes featured as a guest on the Jim Baker show oh. Is known for saying odd things Oh good <laughs> Earlier this year he explained that the creators of plant based alternatives to meat Are part of a nefarious effort to destroy the planet And are attempting to change human DNA So that human beings will become a race of soulless creatures Who cannot be born again Wha- What? Uh, eating a eating, Vegans are, are, are soulless? Eating a, 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 a black bean burger is is sucking away yeah, your man. soul?
2: I had a Beyond Meat burger the other day. It was great. Was it really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I love those things. Where did you try? Where did you eat one? at?
2: Uh, I actually got one at um, uh, Smoky D's Barbecue.
1: They sell a, a, a no meat
2: burger. I was astonished by that. Yeah, they have a vegetarian option, That's and it's awesome. very, very good.
0: Have you tried one, Dan? Uh, no. Like, you no, even
2: during your Daniel fast, you never did anything
0: like. Well, like on the Daniel fast, I would do like. Veggie
2: burgers and stuff? Uh,
0: I tried a couple that were like almost threw up. and I, oh,
1: I, <laughs> so We had a very different experience. Uh,
0: yeah, so I just did a salad and stuff. No, oh, that's you totally know. fair. I mean, I've you
1: know, I have I have eaten. vomited my soul.
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> I lost my soul. I've eaten basically Viagra. Camp
2: Grand Raccoon for the past 15 years, so it doesn't surprise me my stomach was like, that's not bad.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, but, but it's becoming increasingly popular in like mainstream restaurants. Uh-huh. Like um, a Burger King has been testing one.
2: Burger King's had a veggie burger, fifteen years
1: ago. No, but like they're doing not not specific, like something that's um what are they, they call it like the miracle burger. It's something like that, but like oh. it's like one of those that, that's is supposed to be like the same. Oh, okay. It, not me. not it's not, not just like, like hardcore gross, vegan. Right. Yeah.
2: i was gonna say my dad, <laughs> my dad and I, uh, when we first decided, and this was at least fifteen years, we first decided to start trying to kind of figure out losing weight and stuff like that. Yeah. Our alternative was the first time we went to Burger King together. We got veggie burgers, and uh-huh. like we almost cried through it. It was so sad and pathetic at the moment. Like We were just like, all right, buddy, we're trying to lose weight. We're trying to get better, and we're going to eat this veggie burger. I'm like, all right, Dad, let's do this. Let's do this. So we went through it. We got veggie burgers, and we sat specifically in the parking lot and just kind of stared at each other for a moment went, all right. And we ate them, and we went, that's not bad. And it was this monumental experience for us because we were like, oh, we can still eat fast food and lose weight, but that is not true, people. Just stop eating fast food. <laughs>
1: Not the right way around As it. you
2: can tell, I just said 15 years ago, and I'm still a bit bulbous. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the uh, the veggie burgers at the BK Lounge did not help me.
1: Okay. All right. So you, yeah. Yep. This guy's out. Uh, <laughs> please do not send him any money. Yeah, don't give this guy any money. Good night. Yeah, and, and I think to the very frank and, and appropriate point that Dan has made at the very top of the hour, uh, if you say, I need to create something, God has given me the means to create something to navigate people through the end times that otherwise does not include introducing people to Jesus so that the presence of the Spirit <laughs> and the uh, wisdom of the Scriptures can rightly sink into your life. Uh, you're a charlatan and a fake.
2: <sighs> oh, man. I really want to like watch the YouTube video where he talks about the fact that people creating meat alternatives are creating a soulless generation that cannot be.
1: Uh, well, Hold on. There's a link to this. Is it? Oh, wait. Oh, oh it's an app. Oh, we can't listen to
2: I'll I'll if I can't get to it this week, I'll read or I'll watch it, and then I'll report back specifically on what he's saying.
1: Uh, hold on, here's here's the description. Today on True News, we discuss a how news. a bipartisan Silicon Valley Satanist cabal has fused. <laughs> as, hey, anybody that uses the word cabal <laughs> is up to something. Yep. Anyway, uh, Satanist cabal has fused with government, media, and entertainment at the top levels to persecute believers through the beast system, the beast <laughs> prophesied system. in the Bible. And enact a demonic dark state rife with digital ethnic cleansing and pre birth abortions of Christians, straight males, and any who refuse to bow to the knee of Satan. What? Holy cats. I think we're reading different revelations. Okay. Alright, anyway, he's out. That's been entertaining. Uh anyway. The Be- beast system? It's capitalized too. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Ooh, like, it's like a, it's the beast. The beast. That's, yeah, that's exactly. It's right. <laughs> <This laughs> not just a beast, guys.
2: It is the beast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love this. All right. In uh, similar news, New York City pastor accused of stealing six hundred thirty-one thousand dollars from charities to pay for vacations and bar tabs. Oops. So uh, check this out. New York pastor was charged with stealing over six hundred thirty-one grand from two charities that served HIV/AIDS infected drug addicts, and spent much of the money on things like Caribbean vacations, as well as restaurant and bar tabs. Bronx pastor Reginald Williams of Charity Charity Baptist Church of Christ no! Charity. Oh, look at this. It's a Baptist Church of Christ, Dan. Whoa. That's got to be a weird combination. They're confused. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's see. And two others, Benny, uh, Ben and Naomi, were arraigned on grand larceny charges in Manhattan. The three pled not guilty. That's genius. Uh, Williams was the CEO of a taxpayer funded nonprofit called Addicts Rehabilitation Center Fund and was chairman of the board for another taxpayer funded in entity. How are they? Here's, I don't <laughs> understand this. How are people raising money? what like there's plenty of places that need money with legitimate causes uh-huh. uh how is this guy bringing in 631 grand to spend on the caribbean vacations
2: i look like i'm bringing in 631 he's a
0: sil- grand he's a i don't to uh, that's it i mean you people if if they feel compelled they'll just give and not really look at where it's going i'm i'm guilty of that i i just you trust too? certain places to go oh yeah i just believe you're using this uh, wisely yeah. yeah i mean
2: I, I've done that on many occasions when I just just indiscriminately given money and then found out that those not the organization. Yeah, it's
0: like yeah. oops. I it's mean, like all
2: cats. I saw your commercial on TV, therefore I trust to give you a grand.
0: There was a fly on that little guy's nose. I and thought, oh, you need right. my money. Yeah, Google. Yeah.
2: It Here's a grand. A level, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm having I'm having a conversation with an agnostic on my Facebook, but
2: uh, <laughs> like, is that what you're saying? You're telling us you're doing that that's right why now? Dan?
0: I'm I'm somewhat distracted. <laughs>
2: Dan, that was compelling.
0: And I basically saying, well, I really can't have a conversation because I'm, I'm on, you know, really important radio program right now. <laughs> I mean, they can come in if they want. Yeah, <laughs> bring them in.
2: Right? What are they doing right We're now? We're stocked up. up with the He f- probably
1: will. He's a cool guy. Uh, I mean, this should help. We've got lined up stories of church embarrassment. I'm sure this will help. Swing, yeah, it's going to be a great day. Swing the pitch. Hey, are you <laughs> sure or not? Come on in. Let's talk about the folly of a bunch oh, of
2: look churches. Look at this joker. grand.
1: <laughs> uh, let us see. Oh, what is it? Sold from fire, recressing. Oh, by requesting reimbursement for personal matters that he claimed were business-related expenses. Through this scheme, Williams said to have received over $100,000 in reimbursements for travel expenses to places like the Bahamas, Jamaica, and the Dominican Republic for not only himself, but his family and friends.
2: For Wait, hold, hold up. I thought this was like an AIDS organization that that's helping... Well,
0: it was a church that that had a couple charity things going on oh, and he okay, just kind yeah, of pilfered okay. some of the money.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: You know, I was... Yeah. Just, how, do you, how do you mistakenly give somebody $100,000 for travel... Rent? I feel like I'm going to stop you at about ten. dollars uh, well, Like, I'm going to stop you at $10,000. There's probably say, no checks and balances.
0: Like, yeah, so many churches have big dollar budgets that right, they just but don't. but
2: somebody's approving
1: it, though. Well, He's no, having to put it through. That's what I'm saying. So proper, uh, proper church governance says, like, you, you've separated those duties. Um, it's very possible that they didn't separate the duties. As a matter of fact, I was listening to uh, – there was a story on um, IPR today about – they were talking – you remember that story about the guy who was scamming the, the lottery? yeah yeah um so like they they wrote a book about it, um and they had rob sandon he was the the guy that won uh auditor this year mm. and he was the guy that had prosecuted that case and anyway, it was super interesting because like um they were talking about like one of the things that how do you prevent something like this going Because what he was the guy was a it was kind of a here's the deal it's it's, an, it's a genius way of doing it he was a programmer, and so like he was the guy that helped program the random number generators mm-hmm. and so like there's a – it basically seeds numbers um, from like a, a declining isotope, right? So like you never know the, – the patterns are the same, but you never know what what it's going to start on, what number mm-hmm. it's going to start on because the code – it declines in the code. So anyway, he set some very specific parameters to say like if it is on – if the drawing is on a summer night and it's past 8 o'clock and the temperature is above 80 degrees and like two other, three other criteria, then instead of using this random number generator, seed it from – this set of numbers, of which right. there might be 200 realistic combinations, mm-hmm. and so like one time a year at various places throughout the United States, this thing might occur, and so he just had to be there, buy a couple hundred lottery tickets, and one of them was going to hit. Right, um, and the family and friends did it, right? So like, um, but the problem was is that like his code with it, like they're supposed to check that, so someone codes it, and then someone's supposed to look at yeah, it and audit course. it, and so he influenced the people that audited it. Uh, and they either got to cut it on it or whatever And so ultimately because the check and balance That was supposed to be there wasn't there The guy got away with it until right. he got too greedy And took too big of a stash mm-hmm. um, And so like it's the same thing here right Like there's a reason that uh Your pastor gets reimbursed 10 bucks for a parking meter uh, Someone else is agreeing to it They're like yeah a parking meter we do that great Right yeah. and like th- th- it's, it's just It's basic things to protect the integrity Of the books to say look This is something that is subjective I guess but like um, that's why we have two people look at it, make sure things are on the up and up. Right. And uh, obviously, you you don't pay out a hundred grand or up to what six hundred some grand to a group of people over X number of years by someone having an eye on it, because any reasonable person goes, "Hey, man, I, I know what we're paying for, say our soup kitchen, and then I know what I reimburse for your Bahama trip," and like not going to fly. Right, this exactly. doesn't make sense yeah. for the priorities of the king. Uh anyway, let's see. They have uh stole money, played for personal 12 hells. Uh Williams was charged with four counts of grand larceny in the second degree and one count of grand larceny in the third degree, and not was charged with one count of that uh, doesn't matter. Uh oh yeah, yeah. Williams attorney Paul Martin told the New York Daily News that his client personally raised over fourteen million dollars for the foundation and stated that every dime received from the nonprofits he was entitled to. Oh, so his defense isn't that he didn't do it.
2: His defense is that one twenty eighth of what he's raised for should be his anyway. Fee. Yeah, I earned it.
1: <laughs> I mean, take a salary. Instead of a salary, yeah, exactly. Just freaking be honest about it. Um, Let's see. Charity Baptist Church of Christ's website. That's awful. I kind of want to go to the website. uh, (laughs) Describes (laughs) Williams as a gifted counselor who was highly regarded for his spiritual generosity. The church describes itself as a tithing church and declares that Williams is deeply committed to fiscal integrity and accountable stewardship. Christian Post reached out to Charity Baptist Church of Christ on Thursday afternoon, and no one could be reached. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, let's stick this line though. Putt putt golf in England's second oldest cathedral irks churchgoers and preservationists. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> I knew I knew this was real, Dan back in. Like putt putt put golf. What? Yeah, like, I just I missed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so man. it is. It is hoped a temporary miniature golf course will bring more visitors inside Rochester Cathedral. Oh, inside oh, the oh. Oh, go okay. Off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Quite predictably, the installation generated international headlines with churchgoers and religious commentators calling it sacrilege. And historic preservation is subjecting to what they said is a misuse of England's second oldest cathedral, oh, formerly known as the Cathedral Church of Christ and the Blessed Virgin Mary in historic Rochester. Hey, Church of Christ are getting a bad name today. <laughs> they really are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and they're not like, you know, legit Church of Christ, they're like combo Church of Christ things. They're just stealing the name yeah. to sound valid. I think they just threw a dice at denominations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to things together. For Which the should... Methodist Lutheran Baptist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Church of England of Christ. <laughs> man? We have three middle names.
2: Uh, so uh, you come over the name of a church based off. off, what's the first letter of your first name? What's the first letter <laughs> of your last name? What's your date of birth? Oh, okay, cool.
0: Hit the center of your cell phone four times.
2: Exactly. Your predictive text,
1: how are you going to make a church? They use the puzzle Baptist church of Christ. next to the Sudoku in the Sunday Times. <laughs> oh. And they just use the word association. Yeah, this is great. So, uh, wait, wait, so people are upset that there's a putt-putt golf instead of this historic church. To, bring, to bolster attendance.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, okay, here's the deal. If, you want, if it's your building, do it if you want. But it's certainly interesting I mean, to do a putt-putt golf in a church.
0: And Dan, would you ever do that? Maybe for a kid's game.
2: <laughs> you wouldn't advertise putt-putt here oh, at Pathway? Not, not, not,
0: I mean... Really need some more people in the church. Let's for do a putt-putt. Our, if it's maybe for our, our AIDS uh, fund that I can pull for off of... No, nope, it's, <laughs> it's
2: just to get bodies in the door. That's all it is.
0: I don't think I could do it.
2: You can imagine putting a putt-putt okay, golf so, course at the Dome of the Rock and then seeing what uh, happens.
1: So here's the thing. Uh, I'm of two minds <laughs> of this. Uh, because, like... Uh, so, so let's say, let's say, Dan, let me propose a different scenario to you. Okay. The city the city is doing um, uh, a town celebration, and it's asking local businesses uh, to sponsor uh, a golf hole. And okay. people get to travel around the city oh, yeah. and do like a putt-putt, and, and the church could do one. You, you would just have to set it up in the church so people could come in and do it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that seems like a cool event, doesn't it? That's that a commu- community community
0: awesome. event. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. Okay, okay so you would do that, do that. Right? Let's, let's, let's do this. <laughs> you know what? What are we waiting for? <laughs>
1: Set it up. What started off <laughs> as greatness a joke. has been birthed. This is great. <laughs> so, I'm totally down for this. would <laughs> be cool. Actually, that'd be a cool way to go around. A bit. Tar- Can get you a imagine bunch of getting to know a new
2: community. Yeah, and right? a bunch of new businesses by sponsoring a golf hole. And it's like, hey, come into our. Our Remax office, real quick, do a real quick putt putt golf hole.
1: You could do themed holes based upon the type of business, yeah, you're in exactly. or whatever. Buy you, a brand new home, here's cool. a golf course, yeah, exactly. Okay, so so that that seems like not a problem, right? Yeah. I would do that. Okay, uh, okay. So if they let's say, and we'll read on here in just a second and see what the the crux of it is. If they opened a permanent putt putt in the church as an alternative source of income, that seems bad.
0: Uh, but then on the other hand, if it's like this big honking building and no one attends there anymore, uh, use the space.
1: And says put puts just fine.
2: I mean. I, I think the fact that this is probably a thousand year old church is what's stopping
0: people. Y- yeah, yeah. Like if
2: this is, Eng- well, no, maybe we're not. England's second Church of Christ ever. <laughs>
0: is that... It's the It's old, not Church of Christ? It's, okay. it's, it's not in order. I mean, no. uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get that. Oh, you're the second one. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the first. And you see a Church of Christ over
2: there? Obviously ripping us off. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know that its I, I don't have a core problem with it. I guess it's a—it's a religious space, and like, if people are praying in there, like, if people are, or, uh, there's stuff going on. The building's being used, and it's rude. I mean, kill. the Catholics are doing bingo. Play through. So, uh, so true. bingo, golf. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. I—I I, yeah, I, we I, do a kids
0: programming. Man, and that, the prayer
2: circle ahead of us is going for taking forever.
0: <laughs> Can we just go through? <laughs> Four. Can we do the next
1: one. Uh, yeah, I mean, if if it's respecting of time of certain times.
0: Yeah, uh, what you wouldn't do it when service is going <laughs> no, on? No
1: half off Sunday mass putt putt. Yeah,
0: I mean no. we have we have child serve here during during the week, and it, there's all kinds of stuff going on in there that yeah. that I don't. I mean, I'm afraid to open the door and look. Like, right, <laughs> you best,
1: it's just best to let it go on. Yeah,
0: and see what's <laughs> hanging <laughs> I love off the Broken
2: when you open the door after they're gone.
1: <laughs> so all right, so let's let's see what it says. Um, while it's unclear if the number of visitors will actually increase, there's little question money could never buy this kind of publicity. Uh, so there, there's the one thing I would say is that like if you're leaning on that to things like, hey, our church is cool, uh,
2: it's I, totally not.
1: I, it's not cool. Yeah, it's not cool. <laughs> it's super I, I
0: fundamentally yeah. do not believe that works.
2: And, and yeah, no one is, no one is is pulled in by that. Nobody goes, oh man, that's the cool church.
0: The I put will put. now follow Jesus. Right. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I'm going to find the He's, Lord he, he, because he, that place is the cool hangout.
1: God's got a put put in His house. What? And I will follow Him. <laughs> Heaven sounds so much cooler now. <laughs> Yeah, and so here's—I like it as a community event. Like to the extent that you do it, and you start meeting people in the church, people become the front door. The event was a way to meet people. The people was a way to have a relationship. Relationship way to meet Jesus. I'm in. That's good. Um. So anyway, let's so let's see what it says. Uh, cathedral officials say stand by the nine hole putt putt course. What is there a picture? Hold on.
2: There is a nine hole putt putt course in the cathedral. I think we could
0: develop some pretty cool Jesus themes though in a putt putt. I mean, you got the rock. Jesus
2: at Gethsemane, excuse me. You've got,
1: yeah, okay. exactly. Hold on, here we go. Crossing the Jordan. Uh, the
0: water thing go? I mean, that, that would be, yeah, part of the Red Sea.
1: Is that oh, it? Hold on. Of I don't want to subscribe to, subscribe to, to our newsletter. No. Yeah, there it is. Hey, oh, those are that boring. That's yeah, super lame. You can do better Nobody than that. Nobody wants to come to that. Yeah. If all you're going to do is it, is do obstacles. it.
0: Okay, I, I mean, so. Wisconsin Dells, they do it.
1: Yeah, they go after it. What's I mean, it, you, his... you
0: think you're in a, going go by a mountain or something. It's like, right. oh, no, that's a golf course. Oh, is this is them setting up I the I mean, pl- they don't have
2: that much space to do. Why you got to do a nine-hole?
0: That doesn't fit that, really in that space. No, that, not at all. Th- that is a...
2: It's like, hey, we moved 150 pews.
1: Okay, so hold on. That, that maybe their website will say, uh, most uh, unusual adventure golf course will be at Rochester Cathedral this summer. Of course, we're designed to encourage young people to learn more about the engineering behind
0: bridges. Uh, see, that, that space needs like a water slide.
1: Up yeah, from the golf course? Yeah, look, you can I put it saying. up on uh, the, what do they call it, the sacristy. <laughs> you have, it, have it roll on down. Okay. That's not as cool. I'm well, kind well, of disappointed in quote. it.
2: Learning through play is at the heart of many of our educational initiatives as we introduce <laughs> new concepts and ideas to young people away from the classroom. Oh,
1: well, look at this. Adventure what? golf runs from 1st of August to 1st of September. Previews run 27th. Daytime sessions will be free of charge. Oh, so
2: it's just So for it's a, a month. free putt putt. Come on in and have fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm of two minds. You know what looks cooler? Look at this. Look at this Knife Angel. I
2: was going to say, what the heck is that? Hold on. Hold I on. thought I read Knife Angel. Holy cats. That is
1: awesome. Let's see. The Dan, Knife you, Angel. Dan. You're missing this. Oh. Hold, hold on. The knife hold on, Dan. Angel. Let me get down. I'm really
0: upset how people are missing my point on my post. <laughs> 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 I'm just easily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them we're going to put on a put putt at the pathway. <laughs> so okay, for, that's amazing. Are those
1: sticks? Those are knives. They're knives. Knives. So it says the knife angels display in the cathedral's gardens from the September. Okay. Wait, not,
0: where, that's not that's not the UK, so it's not illegal yet.
1: No, uh, no, they're that's the only thing they allow. yet. The knife angels recognized as a national monument against violence and aggression.
0: I'm just trying to put those words together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it sounds like a Japanese anime. Yeah,
0: sounds like knife a angel. S- 80's some kind of songs. Knife movie, Angel Or Netflix movie. Like an
1: original Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, did you just make that into an air metal song? <laughs> knife Angel! Okay, let's see, here we go. Uh... That
2: was Night Ranger's second hit. It was Sister Christian and then Night a- Knife Angel. Oh, dear. <laughs> hey, man, okay, this place is kind of cool. They got a putt putt course and a Knife Angel? Yeah. Plus, is this all the same place?
1: Yeah, it just hopes to bring. Okay, now see, here's the fallibility of it. It is hoped a temporary miniature golf course will bring more visitors inside Rochester Cathedral. There you go. If, 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 as a church organization, we've decided that we just want—they don't even want people to attend church there necessarily. It they just want to come to, and hang out, come well, take I was a look say, at again, the building.
2: Is it—is it because of the fact that it's a church that they're doing that, or is it an, a, like a, a, an attraction in the community? That's right. and That's why they're doing that, it? That, yeah. that that part I'm disgusted
1: by. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, you, if you were using it as some sort of a clever way to otherwise find a legitimate path to people finding community and meeting Jesus, I mean, I don't care what you do. Right. But, like, hey, we just want people to enjoy our building that's a thousand years old. You suck. I'm very upset at it.
0: Yeah, because, like, I mean, it's kind of a pain having all those people, and you got to clean up, clean up after them. It's like, I just seen them not come if it's just simply to walk through right. and go, look, they used to have church here. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> hey, do you remember when this is a house of the Lord? <laughs> this hey, one's move. had purpose. <laughs> right. It has all it all it has all the uh the presentation of uh of an Ebenezer with none of the actual connection to the right, Lord. Exactly. Hey, do you remember something used to happen here that we don't really care about?
0: Yeah. Lame. <laughs> Just look how irrelevant this is. They have golf now. Yeah, that's <laughs>
1: right. We have to we had to wheel you in uh to look at our our windows because the thing that actually keeps right. the thing afloat is not actually here.
2: Nice uh, altar, Joshua. Okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay. Anyway, but community putt putts awesome. Make it happen. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, that sounds awesome.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, you guys remember we talked? I want to say all right, Bova, Wait, wait on it. <laughs> it. It was probably a year ago, maybe slightly less. About that guy who wrote a Kiss Dating Goodbye." Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And leaving. Oh yeah. And so he um. Now uh, he's gone. Yeah. So he rep- he he repented of the book to start off. He said, look, this book was not. Uh, I intended it for good. It would, it didn't work out good. It was it turned out being bad. Uh, he's gone further. So, as part of this particular uh, uh, movement of his, he now says, by any uh, objective measure, I am no longer a Christian.
0: So, is, is he selling the book with this? Uh, no, not yet. So, uh, <laughs> that's what I wonder. Not it's just yet. all a bunch of like, hey, let's get me back in the conversation right, because yeah. I got something to sell. Right.
1: I mean, I suppose that could be covered. not surprise Sadly,
2: that would not surprise me at all. Oh, uh, man, he's having a controversial life issue. By the way, is he selling a book?
0: Hey,
1: so, so here's, the reason I, I even pegged this story is, um, one, that there is a trajectory to this. Um, some some level of fundamentalism, and let's go with, like, an American-defined fundamentalism. I don't mean, hey, stepping to basic fundamentals of the faith, because that's a thumbs up. But, I mean, uh, you, used, you used the good news as a bad news bat, not as the means of which the spirit transforms your life. Uh, you forgot about things like lavish grace uh, and great mercy, uh, and, and it became just a way to function, a way to live. Um, and so from that perspective, like when you shackle things, human behavior so far down because God just hates you and the sin that's in you, um, the realization of seeing that that is wrong, like it traditionally moves more and more. I'm going to use liberal not in the polit- political term, but in the Christian Christian term, which is I stop – holding on to to core tenets or structure of the church, which means community, uh, the truth of the Scripture, um, and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And so as as you start to give that stuff up, it it becomes a downward slide, and you eventually, like, you find people, uh, you find community support in um, uh, non-church entities because the only church entities you know were fundamentalists, and that's how you got into this position. And so you end up in non-church entities, and you say, hey, these people aren't half bad, and this thing actually burned me and then you're two steps away, and then Jesus is out the window. Like, you throw out everything mm-hmm. because you can't reconcile um, human behavior and your own behavior from 20 years ago. And, like, we've seen that pattern over and over and over again. Yeah. And it reminded me of that dude, uh, the ex-evangelical dude, Dave Ga- Goss. Gas, gas. Uh, you remember the, the pastor? Uh, yeah. It uh, was, was like a month or so ago. Yep. And mm. so the reason this, this particular story reminded me is, like, this guy also just left his wife. I'm like, yeah. no doubt. Personal, personal problem, uh, hyper-fundamentalism, uh, the fact that you got it wrong, can't just repent and fix the things that are, that are bad, and uh, like you've got to bail on this thing completely.
0: I tell you what, when uh, old, it must have been around 20 years ago, I was poking around in the publishing world, and they were poking back, and we were kind of poking each other um, about some book stuff. Anyway, I used to have a really high regard to, for books, and then, as far as I got, I thought, okay, I am not a writer right i mean i'm it's not my thing, I'm not educated, I'm not a grammar guy, blah blah blah. But as far as they went with me and just the stuff I learned in that process w- w- i mean they'll take anybody who they can sell, right you know it's like i so I, it's been hard for me to read books ever since then, which is terrible because there's value in a lot of books out there. Mm-hmm. But, but I was like, this is just a guy who had something to sell. It doesn't even necessarily mean he really meant it. Right. He made some money on it, and now later on, he's like, eh, you know. And the money kind of dried up, and now we're getting to talk about him again. So he's like, yeah, I guess I'm not doing that. Yeah, now he's left his wife, and I don't know that it was ever legit in the first place. It was just they had to sell books, and they had to package it a certain way and sell it to a certain group, and so he said it was real, but... You know, was it really a conviction of his soul, or was it just this is how I can sell some books?
1: Well, that is just, eh, it's, just it's so destructive.
0: Yeah, yeah, It's so destructive. The whole system is is dist- destructive like that. Well,
2: uh, oh, and that's the problem with it being uh, it's still a part of money. Yeah, it I mean, is. It's, 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 it's money. literally how it is. Uh,
0: yeah, whether hey I saw heaven and now oh I guess I didn't. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like I mean
2: literature has been has been. Has been turned into a corporation for the sake of it being a corporation at all a- and i mean that from the perspective of it is it is no longer a drive for or works of of literature mm-hmm. no longer a drive for anything that is meant to be actually impactful uh towards anyone's life it is if someone will buy this yep how can we sell it if if someone will take this whether it's just nonsense uh, or something possibly good uh we're going to take it we're going to sell it and and as People will buy it. We will keep producing. If it meets the formula, or intentionally breaks the formula, and therefore, oh, that's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. And and you have situations like that, that. That that that's exactly right. It's is it actually good content? It right, doesn't matter does not matter. Will somebody yep. buy it? Great.
0: That's what like go with my example of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, I this was these these books I did were were a compilation of. of columns i did in a newspaper where i would literally sit down in 10 minutes i could because the deadline was now yeah. and it's okay it's, it's wednesday at two and it's and it's 1 i better shoot something out right and then i pile them all together and, and they even that they even had a conversation with me i mean it wasn't that good you know it was a preacher in a in his little mm-hmm. office writing about some feely-deely thing mm-hmm. and, and it it wasn't art yeah, you know, from what you were saying, I mean, it wasn't. There was nothing literally fine about it. You, you know, right. it was yeah. just some dude writing some stuff, and he was trying. They were trying to figure out a way to package this to sell it <laughs> legitimately. I mean, I went, I went a long ways in the process. You know, yeah. And I'm like, it's it just kind of at the end of that. I I still self published it and made some money and had some fun with it, but I thought it just gave me a bad taste of.
2: I can
1: imagine.
0: All you need is a name and 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 a and a way to sell it, and and they don't they don't care what it is. Man, they're going to go with it, and and. That's I think what happened here with this guy. Man,
1: I thought um I thought his so his church kind of had to respond to this, huh. um, and I thought they did They said that the Maryland-based mega church that I Kissed, Dating Goodbye author Josh Harris once responded uh or once led responded to the news of him leaving his faith and his wife, stating that it hits home personally. Because these updates are hard to hear, we love Josh and Shannon. For most of us, Josh isn't just some distant public figure. Wrote Covenant Life interim senior pastor Kevin Rogers. In a letter to his congregation, Uh, he's a beloved former pastor and friend. So this news isn't just a lot lot to process theoretically. It hits home personally. Uh, He served as blah, blah, blah. Rogers explained that after learning about Harris's separation from his wife and decision to leave Christianity, he read through the New Testament book, 1 Timothy. Several times Paul mentions former Christian leaders swerving from, wandering from, or making shipwreck of their faith. So while this is sad and confusing, it isn't new. Paul says uh, some had gone off course theologically. Others behaved in ways that violated Christian conscience. For others, it was greed. In every case, Paul's hope was for redemption and restoration, that these leaders would develop love that issues from a pure heart and a great conscience, a good conscience and sincere faith. That should be our hope and prayer for Josh as well. Rogers called for the congregation to pray for Harris and also ask the God of all grace and power for fresh resolve in your own fight of faith. Um, it said, uh, and just kind of a synopsis on this guy, uh, we talked about, like I said, we talked about him before, but it says Harris wrote the best selling 1997 book, I Kiss Dating Goodbye, which rejected traditional dating and courtship and also argued that any physical intimacy before marriage was sinful. Earlier this month, years after having renounced the message of his book, Harris announced that he and his wife were separating. He had intended to remain friends to help raise their three kids. Then in an Instagram post last Friday, Harris announced that he no longer considered himself a Christian, referencing the biblical term following, a, following away calling a way to describe his spiritual state. He said, by all the measurements that I have for defining a Christian, I am not a Christian. Many people tell me that there's a different way to practice faith, and I want to remain open to this, but I'm not there now. He also expressed regret for his past opposition to homosexuality and same-sex marriage, explaining that he was sorry for the views that I taught in my books and as a pastor regarding sexuality. I regret standing against marriage equality for not affirming you and your place in the church, and for any ways that writing and speaking contributed to the culture of exclusion and bigotry. I hope you can forgive me. There's another thing in his Instagram post. I just Oh uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Um, yeah, so l- just listen to this and see if you see any uh, semblance to the, the pattern that I, that I mentioned. Um, let's see. My heart is full of gratitude. I wish you could see all the messages people sent me after the announcement of my divorce. They are expressions of love, though they are saddened or even strongly disapprove of the decision. I'm learning that no group has the market corner on grace. This week, I've received grace from Christians, atheists, ec- evangelicals, ex-evangelicals, straight people, LB, LGBTQ people, and everyone in between. Of course, there have also been strong words of rebuke from religious people. While not always pleasant, I know they are seeking to love me. There have also been spiteful, hateful comments that are, have angered and hurt me. The information that was left out of our announcement is that I have undergone a massive shift in regard to my faith in Jesus. popular phrase for this is deconstruction. The biblical phrase is falling away. Uh, And that's when he says, by all measurements, I am no longer a Christian. Said Martin Luther said the entire life of believers should be repentance. There's beauty in that sentiment, regardless of your view of God. I have lived in repentance for the past several years, repenting of my self righteousness, my fear based approach to life, the teaching of my books, my views of women in the church, and my approach to parenting, to name a few. There he is. (sighs) Rough. That's rough. Uh, so here's the thing: is is like as I look back at some of these things, it's it's very easy to paint a picture of the church. It just looks awful. And the only true way, uh, and, and like if I'm if I'm sitting on the outside, um, that's a reasonable conclusion because that's yeah, all that's I know, right. that's all I see. Right, right. It is not an accurate understanding of how the church behaves, and it is a miss. And like uh, we can look at these and go, uh, "This is ridiculous," because we're dis- we're not associated with it. What I think this is what it looks like to follow Jesus. This isn't even the realm. I, I, these aren't fo- these, they're not following Jesus. And so, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm disassociated with it. Unfortunately, uh, if you want to paint a picture from a hundred foot out, it looks ever looks like we all are the yeah, exactly. um, in the same group, same
2: basket. Oh, I, I, I <clears throat> you're absolutely right. That's not following Jesus. I think it, it's it's the difference between we've we've contact or we we've talked about the whole checkbox Christian people that. People that just to associate with the group call themselves a Christian, right. and it's an identity. Uh, it's an identity statement about who you belong to as a group. It's a social perspective. I go to church on Sundays, or even I go to church because it's Christmas or Easter. Right. That's about it. And even if you're acting on a weekly basis in a church, you, know, you show up every week. You're, you're you're a deacon or you're an elder or whatever. You're involved in church ministry. You're a church leader. Even if that, if it's if if all it is 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 going back to our constant statement of it's, it's the shape. It is, it is what is Christianity been boiled down to as is, is an American nationalist Christ, Christian and an American nationalist church and a Western church are not following Jesus. And they're not people that are actually chasing after him and understanding him. And when we have people that are claiming his name but are completely not obedient to his his ways, you're going to have issues. When you have people that that know God by name, of God only I will say, but don't know Him by character, don't know His identity, and don't follow Him and follow His commands, you don't have people who love God. He says specifically, "Those who love Me follow My commands." Like that is that is it. That's the deal. And when you have people that just follow Him because of a good feeling or the concept concept of Him being a genie for them of I better follow him so when things go wrong, I feel right enough to go, God, I need more money, or God, I need more this, or God, I need a. Rather than actually being obedient followers of Christ and understanding that your job in the kingdom is is to die to everything else, to be a part of that. And it's people who have missed the gospel and missed the understanding of what the good news of Christ is. And then they represent themselves or represent God as a part of a body, but aren't really. It hurts.
0: I think we have done a tremendous disservice to the church by creating these um celebrity pastors that, that are they're just they're just dudes. Exactly. Right? And all of a sudden they're experts and all of a sudden the whole nation knows their name yep. and they're quoting them. And I, I I don't think we have a clue the kind of pressure that they have from all these outside groups. And look, I mean look, his apologies he made and everything, I think there's something to that. There wasn't it wasn't him right. just changing his mind. There was some pressure applied and he cracked finally. Yeah. And and I don't I'm not blaming him. I'm just thinking who, who, who I I don't know. I don't even I don't ever want to know that kind of pressure. I right. can't relate to it. Yeah, I mean I, I used to think oh I want to be whatever someday and I'm like I, some 10 15 years ago I decided no, no I really don't. Right. I, I can't. I don't think I'm positive. I could not handle that. Yeah, you know, I can barely handle what I'm doing now, and and to think that I can't go into an airport without everybody trying to get me to sign their book and give me ad- dating advice and blah blah blah. Or the uh, opposing, the homosexual community. Everyone have. I mean, how many emails did he get over the years and right. correspondence and in your faces and uh, threats to family mm-hmm. and yada yada. You know, fill in the blank. I I, I just. We have created that animal, though. Yeah. By giving someone that big of a voice, and and uh, that's just not healthy. We've learned that from all these mega pastors. Right. All I mean, all these mega pastors. As long as I've been alive, the only guy I can think of mega guy who hasn't fallen was Billy Graham. Right. You, you know. But I mean, going back to we mentioned Jim Baker earlier. I mean, Jim Baker, Jim Baker was that yep. the seventies or eighties? Whenever he eighties, yeah. You know. I mean, I was. I mean, Jimmy right. swaggered All you know, there's every few years there's a new batch of names. I think we're just the church is not made for that.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah you're 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 asking you're asking someone that is inherently wrong or fallen, if you will, being a human being, uh, to to take the light of of what should be God's space. In, in my opinion, to be honest. It, it or is, apostle, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's,
0: there it's, were some originals that that were big, big, big. Right, right. Yeah. But they're not around anymore. Yeah, exactly. But they yeah, didn't. They, 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 had yeah. been,
2: they had been discipled directly and in person. Uh, well, not in person, but by Jesus. And like,
0: oh, when you see him die and talk to him resurrected, oh, right, that's a, that's a whole exactly. level of conviction or, or that yeah. we don't have. Or you go
2: blind because he calls you on the way to Damascus. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. That's a, that's a big deal. And, like, yeah, that's absolutely true. That's something I didn't even think about. Like, you're right, we do put an insane amount of pressure and to have not only to have the pressure of the people that want you to still do good, but the pressure of the people that want you to
0: do wrong, mm-hmm.
2: like yep, yep. that's absolutely crazy.
0: I mean, he puts out a statement, we're sitting here talking about it. We don't know him, right? No, yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, no, you know, I, I that's been going on for twenty years. You just read his name two minutes ago. I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. but I, I certainly have feelings. We have insist. an opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's. You're absolutely right. It's sad that, that like, you know, I can't imagine that kind of pressure. Constantly having thousands, thousands of pieces of correspondence, people telling me keep up the good job, and then that's probably pe- making me feel terribly guilty about the things I know I'm not doing a good job yeah. And then I've got the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who want to break down the church, and I am the avenue that they decided to do. Mm-hmm. If, you know, I don't believe in God, therefore I'm going to destroy his church. Oh, there's a guy. I bet there's something wrong. You know, I'm going to tempt him. Or I'm Take gonna down tell the him shepherds. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, wow, what better way to topple an organization than at the head? And, like, discredit a mega church of thousands of thousands of people by putting out a scandal about adultery, mm-hmm. you know how how quickly does it does it tarnish the name of a church uh, if the pastor's found to be an adulterer? Huge, uh, you know, or any other thing, you know, any 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 big issue can be can be crippled, and then the construct that is the church outside of the honest body of Christ can get broken down, and then we lose a lot of a lot of influence to those those people who were on the fence, yeah. and, and look at churches, and then therefore wrongfully have another piece of ammo to say, oh, God is obviously not infallible and God is God is this or God is that because of the the, the outcrying or the outpour of his church that it messed up.
1: Yeah, but like how how did we get in such a position where the humanity of the pastor has the level of influence that when it shows up people think differently about Jesus and not in a good way. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I my humanity uh, uh when it expresses itself both good and bad um both have the opportunity to otherwise glorify god and what and, and what i cry out to my weakness and uh, how it changes the world in obedience um to the extent that that ca- is not the case something about how that relationship or the status of the person like you it's it's uh, i think to, to to dan's entire point like it's more than than a single man has been intended to bear like even even if you think about uh think about a um the, the high priest if you go you, you think of your old testament high priest like they didn't have to deal with a lot of that stuff like mm-hmm. they 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 stayed inside the deal <laughs> like they didn't have to like go out uh and, and then like and 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 deal deal with like the, the there's there's ceremonial stuff and there's some people stuff but people tended to come to them they brought stuff they performed the thing. Um, it just it's just not the same level of exposure they weren't doing counseling right like the high priest isn't out there like talking you through your marriage troubles or the problem with your stepson or like whatever like that just wasn't his gig and so like we've asked uh far far too much of any reasonable human being to have this this, the set of skills that is expected of them to pastor a church like it's not it's not fair it will and it will destroy them and like um I don't, I, I don't, and Dan, I don't know. Maybe you disagree with this, but like, I'm not. Sh- it's. I don't think it's even fair. At a church of fifty or a hundred or two hundred, it just, it just doesn't. There's not as many people there, and so it's less likely to just blow up in such an explosive way. Mm-hmm. But like, to be a, to be a, a, a I don't. I'm going to say these shallowly. So for, forgive how I describe them. But like, to be a fundraiser and a counselor, and a teacher and a mentor. um, I just don't, I don't know that we look at um, – I'm not sure that that's the example of how I think about how pastors are even talked about even in the New Testament. That like, mm-hmm. It just seems too much. Yeah. It seems too much. And like, there's ways to have to be the pastor and like make sure other people are doing other things so those things don't swallow you. But like the, the, the more people dig on what it is that you're saying, the more those things tend to fall right back on you because you're the only person that can move as fast as the thing is growing around you until mm-hmm. it will swallow you up.
0: Well, and even to your point, I mean, trying to formulate this as I'm speaking, it. it, it who says it's one guy who should be doing the delegating? So that you're doing it my way, still. Right, 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 right. And, you know, the church is much more organic than that. Right. I, I mean, I, I've always had a team approach. That I don't, I don't want to have control, because I limit what what God's going to do. Right. You, you know. But but there is many there are many systems set up where the, where the pastors like everything goes through the pastor right. and and
2: yeah you're the CEO of that personal corporation it is definitely
0: a CEO position yeah, yeah. and I, I don't I don't see that in scripture no it's uh, not uh, I mean it's a it's a plurality of elders that lead a church and and there are multiple people at different levels yeah for, does
2: Paul ever talk to a pastor in any of his letters?
0: Uh, with
1: Timothy. I mean, well, yeah. In, I mean, to the churches, what I'm. Titus, talking. right? Oh, you look silly. Just
2: what I said to the churches is what I'm talking about. Like it, he's talking to the body specifically how they're supposed. to Yes, there are leaders, well, I see what you're yeah. but like, not like a corporation head.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I well, not like a. I wouldn't say it's a corporation head. I mean, there I think Timothy leaders, and yes. Titus are actually pretty pretty clear indicators. Like as them as pastors, they're their their guidance letters for pastoral work but it, but it doesn't otherwise prescribe uh like actually both of those letters are like grab you know deal with sylvanus and like like the mm-hmm. other people that are part of them that you bring along for the for the stuff but it, you put the point still salient so to to, to reverse this uh, particular trend uh in a bit of good news wichita church helps pay off 2.2 million dollars in medical debt for 1600 struggling families card carter lead pastor of the multi-campus mm-hmm. pathway church in wichita kansas announced Sunday that his congregation paid off some $2.2 million in medical debt for 1,600 families from across the state who had fallen on hard times. His church only needed to pay pennies on the dollar for the total debt thanks to the help of a nonprofit organization called RIP Medical, which has abolished excuse me, $635 million in medical debt for about 200,000 Americans since 2014. This is a great combination. What they do is actually go out there and they buy medical debt, and they do it for people who have fallen on hard times. Maybe someone's come under a significant illness, they've had a car accident, for whatever reason— they find themselves in a hardship medical situation, unable to pay their debt. These individuals are hardworking people, veterans, young families, and individuals who are unable to pay it. And what RIP does so that they go out there and they buy that medical debt, a penny to the dollar. So, for example, when you give one penny, that pays off $1 of medical debt, blah, blah, blah. He explained that instead of spending money on promotions for Easter services this year, the church used some of that money to help the 1,600 families in need. The $2.2 million uh, works out to 22000 Oh. Oh. Oh, I, I feel slightly cheated. That's yeah. still awesome
0: though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's only 22,000. Right?
1: Uh I was going to say I was going to be flabbergasted they spent 2.2 2 million dollars in promotions for their Easter service.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, but here's the deal though. Look at the heart of that. Like look at the
1: heart. That is that is that is amazing. Yeah. Those families are are completely changed because of that. Yeah, so this is awesome. So it says we wanted it. so I I I do like the way they've gone about it. And and that's nothing to sniff at, right? To to take 22 grand and have it do the work of $2.2 million right. in clearing out medical debt. For 1,600 awesome. families. Because we wanted to send out a different kind of mail this year. This year we decided to send out to everyone in the state of Kansas who fell into this hardship category of medical debt a special piece of mail. And in that special piece of mail there was a note, and this is what the note said. We're Pathway Church. We may never meet you. But as an act of kindness in the name of Jesus Christ, your debt has been forgiven. Game me goosebumps. That's right awesome. on. Right. Yeah, right on. They, awesome. they didn't find medical debt just in their church. They went and figured it out in the state, and they cleared it off. Bless you, boys. That,
2: that is, here's the deal. That kind of action and that kind of movement shows and tells the heart of Christ so, so well and, and so much better than, than any single discipleship. Uh, class that I've ever gone through, any any mechanism that's developed to eliminate the awkward conversations about Jesus, all the different stuff, the questions I've ever gotten of how do you talk to people about Jesus? That's how you tell people about Jesus: is is you change their life because you do things that that you feel called to do through Him. That's work, and and people are going to go. That's phenomenal. And all sixteen hundred families probably didn't go great. Let's start going to church. But that will never be the same
1: for them. Hey, man, I, I bet that's a lot more effective than the putt-putt. Yeah, agreed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: absolutely. It it, it, it It's insane that, like like I said, I've, I mean, how many discipleship classes that are just like, here's the buzzwords to say to somebody, and here's the scripture that you should jump to if somebody says this, and, you know, versus, here, we're going to raise money, and we're going to figure out how to take care of actual needs of people and love on people the way that Christ loves them. And then... If they see his heart and his eyes through that, awesome. And then they have questions and go, "I want to meet this guy that that is that is transformative." That creates disciples, and that creates people that have a heart for Christ.
1: Yep, I love this. It's
0: awesome. Okay.
1: Anyway, I thought we I thought I'd uh, round out our news yeah. stories on a high note. There are people like they don't get the play that the other stuff gets, but uh, that's well done, boys. Yep. All right, uh, so oh, let's, let's see, dear, let me get to it. Oh, wait, first I'm going to tell you this joke. Oh, clean. No. Cl- in the category of clean prayer jokes. Oh, no. A country preacher decided to skip services one Sunday and head to the hills to do some bear hunting. As he rounded the corner on a perilous twist in the trail, he and a bear collided, sending him and his rifle tumbling down the mountainside. I like this cartoon collision <laughs> with him and a bear. Before he knew it, his rifle went one way and he went the other, landing on a rock and breaking both legs. That was the good news. The bad news was the ferocious bear charging at him from a distance, and he couldn't move. Oh, Lord, the preacher prayed. I'm so sorry for skipping services today to come out here and hunt. Speaking of fundamentalism, please forgive me and grant me just one wish. Please make a Christian out of that bear that's coming at me. Please, Lord. (laughs) That very instant, the bear skidded to a halt, fell to its knees, clasped its paws together, (laughs) and began to pray aloud right at the preacher's feet. Dear Lord, bless this food I'm about to receive. Yep. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Uh, I haven't heard the bear version of that, but I've heard the lion on a safari version.
1: Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, hold on. We're going to do one more. It's
2: actually, I I love that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I've told that on more than a dozen occasions, lion version. uh
1: Okay, this one looks offensive. Uh, One day, (laughs) Joe, Bob, and Dave were hiking in a wilderness area when they came upon a large, raging, violent river. They needed to get to the other side, but had no idea how to do so. Bill prayed to God saying, Please, God, give me the strength to cross the river. Poof, God gave him big arms and strong legs, and he was able to swim across the river in about two hours, although he almost drowned a couple of times. Seeing this, Dave prayed to God saying, Please, God, give me the strength and the tools to cross this river. Poof, God gave him a rowboat, and he was able to row across the river in about an hour after almost capsizing the boat a couple of times. Bob had seen how this worked out for the other two, so he also prayed to God saying, Please, God, give me the strength and the tools and the intelligence to cross this river. Poof. God turned him into a woman. He looked at the map, hiked upstream a couple hundred yards, then walked across the bridge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Dudes are stupid. (laughs) Valids are so dumb. Uh, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, that taps us out on prayer jokes for today. (laughs) That's uh, jokes.christiansunite.com backslash prayer for all your prayer jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Dear, live from the path. Uh, Hey, what? Try and do this without. Correcting any grammar. I'll say that I do. I am a 15-year-old girl who wants to become a vegetarian. I don't know exactly why. I only know I want to stop eating meat and choose a healthier alternative lifestyle. I also want to lose weight, which may happen after becoming a vegetarian. (laughs) Because it's gross, and you won't eat as much food. There's been a lot going on in my life lately, so I've been stress-eating. I don't hate my body, but I'm sure I don't love it. Every picture I take, I suck in my gut because I'm insecure. I mean, I'm not insecure, but I also do that. (laughs) The problem is I'm not sure how to present this to my family. I'm sure I'll get the annoying, how could you give up steak bacon chicken from my dad and sister. Mom will probably be supportive as she has always encouraged us to eat healthier in general, and she'll most likely help me come up with somewhat of a meal plan. I realized I wanted to stop eating meat when I was eating bacon and suddenly felt like I wanted to throw up because I was eating something that used to be alive. During bacon? Holy cats. I mean, what do you think
2: I was, have a much different conversation with myself when I eat bacon. Yes.
0: I mean, what do you think is going where on? the
2: rest of the
1: bacon is. <laughs> Where's the rest of you? was <laughs> just a little
0: bacon on one little pig. <laughs>
1: Where's your... Can't friend? it all be bacon? <laughs> uh, I mean, pork chops. eating what? something that used to be alive, how do you think your broccoli gets to the state right? it's in? <laughs> Basically, I was weirded out.
2: The only thing that's not is your salt. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah okay how do I explain this to my family? Additionally, how can I then get my extended family to understand that I won't be able to eat meat at events such as parties and gatherings? What's, what's what do we say, boys? How do you how do you broach this?
2: there's there's no way to not get conversational questions. People are always going to be confused on why you stopped eating bacon. Yeah. Deal yeah. with it.
0: Or just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah, okay. I mean don't eat it. I mean just do yeah. you have to say anything? Well, just,
2: I mean yeah, you do not. I don't really pay to attention to what other people just are a eating. Decision. I'll tell you, okay, I will tell you, so for the last couple of weeks, I've act- I have actually did a Daniel Fast, uh-huh. and so I've been, that's vegetarian, and I've gotten some serious kickback, I'm not kidding, like, people have been upset at me about it, which is ridiculous, I don't know if I'm just in a weird microcosm because of my personality and, like, who I am, I'm pro-meatitarian all the time, but, like, I've legitimately had someone say, I don't feel like I know you anymore because I stopped eating meat, and I'm not making that up or exaggerating that at all, I'll show you the messages. Um if people ask, tell them, I'm vegetarian yeah. now because I don't like uh, the concept of eating something that was alive. Yeah. yeah. And most of the time, that's going to be fine for people. They're going to go, oh, well, I could never do it, and then walk away from you. Yeah. And yeah. that's legitimately it. And if you are so scared of that kind of social interaction or are afraid to look at somebody and go, uh, I don't do the same things you do, maybe you should stay inside at all times and never come Exactly. So that'd be a solution. Not a good one, but a solution. But I will tell you, if you're going vegetarian for health reasons, you can be an omnivore and be perfectly healthy. You don't have to give up meat for that. Okay. You just have to give up crappy meat and stuff that's, yeah. Maybe don't eat bacon anymore, but that doesn't mean you can't have a lean pork chop.
0: Or don't eat a pound at a time. Right,
2: exactly. You can have one BLT and lose 20 pounds a month. Yeah. It's okay.
1: All right. We're saying don't, it ain't a thing. Go about your business.
0: Yeah, you're making a bigger deal of this than... Especially these days, there's all kinds of people all over yeah. the place doing just, just go to
2: just go to Burger King and get the veggie burger. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not will love
1: a, it. They're not calling it the veggie burger. Veggie burger. Hold on, it's a
0: Boca burger or Boca something.
1: Burger. It's a meatless Whopper. It's uh, the, <laughs> that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Hold on, here we go. Here we go. Burger King selling meatless Whoppers nationwide. That's really what it's called. Yeah, it's soy-based Impossible Whoppers nationwide okay, for a limited yeah, so time. So it's
2: Impossible plant burgers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're
2: just getting sponsored by Impossible, or they're pr- working directly with Impossible.
1: It's a, it uses an iron-rich molecule called heme to produce veggie patties that bleed. Just stop it.
2: Oh, gross.
1: Just uh, just
0: stop God, it.
2: They, you are trying way <laughs> too hard. Oh, if my you're my
0: trying gosh. to make it look like meat, you you're had a problem. Bleed?
2: Real meat doesn't bleed. That's a protein con- uh. <laughs>
0: You
2: think they just let blood sit in your, your meat? No, that's not how that works.
0: Uh, that's not how any of this works. Yeah, Here's... literally,
2: they have to bleed out the animal right after they butcher it, or it spoils everything. That's what blood does. That's why rigor mortis happens in it's because uh, it's ridiculous.
1: You don't want to eat a rigor mortis burger. Do you?
2: Exactly. That's why you let out the blood because it doesn't have the enzymes to break all the da- all that down.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try it though.
2: I'll try it as well.
1: <laughs> well then.
2: <laughs> no, but it's still disgusting. Like that's ridiculous. Why would you? Why would you intentionally create biochemically a compound to make your plant burger? bleed
1: so that we're sucked so we're we're sucked in i mean i don't really need it to bleed yeah like i'd probably try it just because i'm interested in things yeah
2: exactly everything else i don't care about i I actually enjoy impossible Burger. they're very good you can buy them at local stores
1: do they taste like meat no they don't taste like meat oh
2: unless you haven't had meat in three years and go man i miss burgers and then which, you have an impossible thing. Which that there. might
1: be what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's,
2: that's exactly what's going on right Yeah, here. The people that have to have substitutes for the food that they're not eating, Yeah, I appreciate the fact that you don't want to eat meat anymore. If you think it's cruelty, there's absolutely cruelty in the in, in the butchering business. 100%. Animals are not treated well. I mean, they're killing them. They're killing Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, there was, if there was an industry that's literally about murder, of course there's going to be some snafus. But if you can't stick to it and have to have substitutes because you miss it so much... It's, it's kind of
0: ridiculous uh, maybe this will happen I, I when i'm doing one of these daniel fast in the past i would do uh the subway has a a fake chicken mm-hmm. and the first couple times i'm like hey this is great and about the third time i'm like ah <laughs> bathroom it's
2: because it's a natural how
0: do you go, what do you what's it called fake chicken I think it's what? just vegetarian chicken Yeah, but breast. It, oh, what? They probably had some name for that it. That sounds
2: chicken or
1: something. That sounds real bad. Yeah,
2: any any substitute is ridiculous. Like, I get. I get just cut it out. Just cut out the substitute. Move it knock it off. Vegan bacon, disgusting. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. Soy based things are gross. Yeah, and
0: I'm trying that's to think true. of an equivalent. I mean, you're. Because you're. Cause you're if you're a vegan, like there's a reason you're not doing it, right? But yet you're trying to pretend.
2: Yeah, ex- that's exactly right. You you miss I mean, the 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 institutions that are from it's your like meat, meat eating porn, days.
0: or I mean, it's, it's a. I'm, it, I'm uh, trying to figure it, it out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. It's like
2: I don't do meth anymore, but this is just I have like I found a soy based alternative <laughs> to my meth. Actually, so it's st- like.
1: What? So similar things have happened to me uh, when I was trying to – I was looking for alternatives to coffee. I thought, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to stop drinking coffee. Yeah. And, like, I probably had six different options where someone's like, hey, yeah, yeah, it's just like coffee. And I tried it. And, like, it's nothing no. like coffee. I mean,
2: <laughs> at all. It, uh, so, so the best thing that I can equate it to is once you've deprived yourself of something for long enough, anything that sniffs close to it is therefore a wonderful uh, oh, hole yeah. filler. It's uh, So when I do Whole30, I can't have any sugars, any sugar substitutes, anything, right? So I can't have any sweets. It's kind of the big concept of killing what they call the, the, the sweets dragon or the sugar dragon yep. in your brain that says I constantly need glucose, right? And so I'll go a month without eating any kind of sugar additives, any xylitol, any, anything, right? And then I'll have a strawberry. And it's the sweetest thing I've uh-huh. ever had in my entire life. Like my body goes, what did we just have that was phenomenal. I'm like, I've been eating these strawberries my entire life and yeah. I always go, nah, eh, these are okay. But when you swash back a Pepsi after your strawberry, the strawberry tames tends to not be that overwhelming. But if you haven't had any kind of sugar in weeks and you have pineapple, I couldn't eat it. Yeah. I've I've literally I have tanked out a fondue chocolate fondue fountain myself. I'm a big guy, I'm not proud of that when I had a pineapple after a month and a half of no sugar, I had to set the pineapple down and go, I can't have any more of that that literally hurt my teeth.
1: My wife says things yeah. like that. Hey, huh. like, this apple's too sweet. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <grapes?">
2: <laughs> I, I, at the time, was a 540-pound man that looked at a bowl of grapes and went, it's too sweet. Too I much. can't have it. And if I would have <laughs> kept trash two weeks prior, I would have had a, a gallon of ice cream that I had just eaten. And I went, man, that wasn't too sweet. I need chocolate <laughs> syrup for this. Right. And two weeks later, I can't have grapes? What is happening? Well, your, big... your, it's, your body is absolutely fascinating, and your brain and, and taste receptors and olfactory sensors are completely fascinating at the way that they will restructure everything you do. I promise you, if you're out there doing a diet, give it more than three weeks, and you will be revolutionized in the way you think of things. Fight it
1: and do it. Trust me. Uh, sec- I'm giving that advice to myself, too. By the way, Secular says, there's nothing wrong with being a vegetarian, but it is not a guaranteed way to lose weight. Whether or not you realize it, half your letter discusses your lack of confidence about your body. You should definitely discuss it with someone. A counselor at school could be helpful. Before changing your diet, discuss it with your doctor or registered dietitian. You know, people always say that type of stuff. I've never, I don't think I've ever Consulted done that. your doctor about No, anything. not about anything.
2: Yeah, I've never, excuse me, I've never gone to my doctor and said, hey man, I'm going to try to lose weight this way. And they go, oh no, <laughs> don't do that. Not bad. That. <laughs> That's terrible for you.
1: Hmm. Also, go online and start researching uh, vegetarianism. That seems like terrible advice.
2: Find credible sources for it because there's a lot of – I would say from the perspective of understanding what your body needs, yeah, that is an important thing to do because when you cut out proteins from animals, you're cutting out a large portion of your omnivore diet, right. at least your protein, which is one of your macronutrients. Right. If you are eating the wrong types of vegetables and fruits and berries and nuts and stuff like that, you will not get complete proteins and your body will start running ineffectively. Yeah, being a picky vegetarian is very difficult. If you're a vegetarian and you think that means just eating salads every day, you're wrong. You have to substitute with the right things. You have to get a complete protein, your irons, your minerals, all the good stuff. Research that part. Mm-hmm. Don't research, why did you become a vegetarian?
1: Yeah. Yeah, right on. All right. Dear Life in the Path. I s- oh. oh, my. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, my. I saw something Scandalous. shocking, and I need help. While working at my job at a hospital, I saw the man my mother is married to. He was there for an appointment. Oh, What do you think happened, Boo?
2: Uh, he tested positive for an STI.
1: Okay. But Dan, what do you think happened?
0: He's, he's with a nurse. Okay.
1: okay. Doing he, things so it's either
0: adultery or he's
1: infected? Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, He was there for an appointment. He did not see me, and I didn't have the courage to approach him because he was dressed as a woman. <gasps> and, <laughs> what? What? Oh for two boys. Oh for
2: two no <laughs> There is okay. no
1: there was no mistaking it was him. I don't even know how to begin to handle this. He has always been wonderful, especially to my mom. I'm afraid if I don't tell her she will find out and be destroyed. And if I do tell her the same thing will happen. What do I do? Uh you go to go talk to him. Yeah. Why don't you start with that as opposed to should I should I not tell my mom? Go t- go talk to this. I mean maybe lady. it's his brother. Oh, oh. I mean,
2: it could be a twin that you don't know about. I suppose right? that's true. Or sister. Or sister. Yeah, she looks. <laughs> she looks quite handsome. Yeah.
1: I mean, uh, unless he's got a beard on him, like uh, it. It could yeah, be you a see relation. Yeah, you see me in
2: a dress. You're not going to think it's my sister, Troy Leisha.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe not.
2: Uh, no, I think you're you just right. Go in talk that. to him. Go talk to him. Let 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 that person be a human being. Have yeah. the conversation with them, and 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 let them flesh things out if they need to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd just go talk to him. I feel like I, I, I don't know if I can offer any counsel beyond that, but like, start with that. Uh, Secular says, talk to your mother's husband, who may be a crossdresser or have gender identity issues, about the fact that you saw him and gave him a chance to explain. Do not be surprised if he tells your mother he's uh, tells you your mother is aware and that he dresses this way some of the time. Oh yeah, I that'd be I'll-
2: an interesting thing to learn about your mother.
1: Yeah, mom's cool with this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, I probably don't want to know about that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, uh, I yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't want to know. Mom's, my mom's uh, kicking on that.
1: Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll pass. All right, last one. Dear Live from the Path. Uh, my husband was previously married for five years and been widowed shortly before we met. He and his wife, late wife had matching tattoo wedding bands. They both agreed they'd both be cremated upon their demise and that eventually they would be reunited by combining their ashes after his death. My question is, what can we do to honor our marriage vows without removing the tattoo that will be respectful, yet completely our own symbol of our vows? Secondly, I'm uncomfortable with the combining of their ashes. I'm 48 years old, and he is 44, so we have the potential for many more years of marriage than they had. But I do not want to completely dismiss her memory. What should I do about that?
2: Second uh, second wife in the Midwest. So this is actually a legitimate situation that I've gone through. Yeah. Um, so when my dad passed away, we had him cremated. And then um, my mom uh, ended up dating another gentleman and becoming uh, engaged with him. And we had to have that conversation of, you know, if uh, when you do pass away, when you get cremated, you know, are you going to be put back in with Dad? Or I mean, it was an, yeah. it was an odd conversation to have. Like we just
0: because that had been all set up, right? Exactly. Yeah. We had never yeah.
2: expected to have that. It was interesting. Like what my my dad had had told us for years before his passing that once I pass away. Your mother will need to go find someone else. She will absolutely need that. And you guys need to be okay with it. And we never thought we would like have that become a culmination so quickly, but like it did. And so we had the conversation with my mom of like, you know, if if you marry, you know, your fiance, what do you want to do with that? And they had had that conversation together. I was very proud of them um, and, and thankful for his grace also, because he said to her, and it was so loving of him to do so. He said, "That's your, that's the love of your life. I want you to be buried with him. And it was never an issue from there. He, she, he was just completely understanding. He goes because, interestingly enough, he had had a wife that had passed away a couple of years prior, also, and they had the same conversation of, you know, "When I get pa- when I pass away, I'll be buried with my first wife, yeah. and uh, if you ever pass away, you'll be buried with your f- first husband." Yeah. And so they were super adults about that, and super respectful of the the deceased uh, spouses of each. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's I think it's a conversation that you both have to have as adults. Yeah. Uh, especially forty four and forty eight, if if you're if if his wishes is to be buried with his first wife, that's kind of part of what he wants, and you guys need to have that conversation before you guys get married. Because uh, if that's a deal breaker for you, then that's a deal breaker. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, ultimately have that conversation. Uh, don't just assume certain things. Don't don't try and do things on your own that you are hoping are respectful to his first wife. Make certain that he also agrees that they are respectful to his first wife, because that is exactly it. His first wife. It's the woman that he said he was going to spend the rest of his eternity with, and that didn't work out um, for whatever reason ended up happening. And so, you need to be very conscientious of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And what about the what about the wedding bands?
2: Uh, I, I can understand the problem, um, but I don't think there's a problem with just putting a ring on a different finger.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say you don't need to remove the tattoo. Yeah, or just put the ring over it. Right, I exactly. Mean, yeah, I was yeah. thinking
2: either one of two things: you can put your ring on a different finger if it's Non-traditional, fine. Traditions are there for a reason, but they're mainly arbitrary. Um, and uh, and or put the ring over that and realize that underneath it is is the 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 symbolism of his first marriage of one that he expected to never end and in his heart has not ended. But
0: then the covenant is complete. Yeah, the co- right exactly. I mean, yeah,
2: the covenant itself is completed. Yeah, it still signifies. That but I get it's, it. it. I mean, it's the complete. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 all it's all uh, symbolism at this point in time. Tradition, and you guys can make your own. Start a new tradition. Yeah. Don't do wedding bands if you don't feel necessary. Do something else. Yeah. Get another tattoo. Not yeah. have another ring on the same finger, but.
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Get an elephant on your calf and say, this signifies the complete... A wedding superpower. elephant? Yeah, a wedding elephant.
0: Yeah, I like it. All right. Uh,
2: the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> Just have the trunk going in a circle. <laughs> yeah. Have the elephants conjoined at the trunk. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Uh,
1: all this right. This cute. Let's see. <laughs> All right. Tegler says, you could honor your wedding vows by wearing matching wedding rings, as everyone else does. Great advice. As for the ashes promise, talk to your husband about what his wishes uh, currently are should he predecease you. He may have changed his mind about combining his ashes with hers or not. If the two of you are together longer than he was with his first wife, his feelings on the subject may change.
2: Yeah, that's true. If you guys haven't gotten married yet, what happens 20 years in marriage now? Maybe that is the point where they go, yeah. well, you know, I was with Irene for a very long time, but you are, you are the love of my life for the past two decades, and I think it's respectful of her that I've moved on, and now want my ashes to be buried with you. Yeah. Right. I don't think that's a problem.
0: Do, do you want to hear my preaching advice I got today? Yeah. Sure. It's from a loving individual. that said, I've got two things you need to do to improve your preaching. <laughs> Shave your neck. Cover your nipples. Whoa! <laughs> oh! What? I, I said, alright. I've, I've always had a little nipple thing going. And,
2: and Dan, please don't ever look at me when you say that again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you like the, I gotta do the finger motions, too. I just thought That was awesome. It, it was my wife and my daughter who did it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So I thought I would share that with you. As
2: someone who hopes to someday go in some kind of preaching capacity, I will keep those in. Those in, in, are those mind are something, yeah. Forever, yeah. We're thicker undershirt.
0: It, it, it started out with, well. I I mean I've yeah I've put on some pretty doesn't thick. It okay. doesn't matter. I just I have I have. Uh, I'm sorry for your woes. Good uh, yeah yeah I I might have militant nipples. <laughs> and, I mean you that can't help like what you're awesome, born with, damn. That, that
2: is the name of my punk rock band. Militant <laughs> nipples.
0: <laughs> yeah, so oh, it all man. started out with, uh, hey, uh, you really ought to shave your your throat. <laughs> I thought what. That's <laughs> Like oh, this, just kind of sticks out of <laughs> your shirt. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I, yep. know. okay. And by the way,
2: <laughs> cover your nipples. <laughs> I I don't know if I want to know if that was your daughter or
0: your wife saying. It was. That it one. was a team. It was a team effort. Oh, it was a team effort yeah. on that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Was, All right. Yeah. So, well, All right. If you have any other preaching advice for Dan, go ahead and shoot it over to good. the
1: complaint line five one five five one seven zero zero eight five. That's five one five five one seven zero zero. Eight five, we'd love for uh, to get your feedback on that
2: Please don't hashtag militant
1: nipples On anything you put on social <laughs> media uh-huh. I mean if, if if the shoe fits booba. I, No because I don't want to click shirt... on
2: what's trending On hashtag militant nipples
0: If the shirt does not conceal <laughs> I'm going to write a new book I kiss nipples goodbye <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And that can
1: be taken <laughs> wrong uh, Alright uh, th- Thanks for hanging out with us this week Um <laughs> We'll see you sometime in the meanwhile. Uh, meantime, be faithful to me. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Path.